Hello, everyone. My name is Stella Guan. I'm the founder and CEO of Path Unbound. We are a design school democratizing creative education, and today we have a very special guest, all the way from London. Her name is Elefteria Anastasia Do, and she is a UI/UX designer. She just started her career not long ago, and we actually connected on Medium because I found a really interesting article that she wrote, and we will talk about it very soon. Hi, welcome to our show. Thank you, Stella, for the invitation and your time and speaking to me. Of course, welcome of course. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so、um, I know you attended a boot camp for design. You transitioned your career from another field into design. So I was wondering, what was your experience at the boot camp, and、um, if you particularly like anything about it? So、uh, yes, I did、uh, study UX/UI design in a bootcamp in a general assembly. I think the course、uh, prepares you perfectly for what you're going to see in the on your future career because they really teach you things that you're going to actually do on work, and、uh, they teach you all different、um, UX methodologies and visual design. And I really like the.、Um, How they structure the program of studies is very interactive, and even though I did it immersive, so I did it visually, I still took everything out of it, and I didn't feel like I I left out something because comparing to the people that they had the chance to do it、uh, in house. Yeah. yeah, that's wonderful. So it seems like you have a pretty great experience in general, and、um, you feel prepared for your career. So, what what do you think is the most important thing that you learned、uh, as a designer?、Um, never try to guess what the users want. <laughs> true. That's very true. You know, that's probably one of the things that separates、uh, UX design from you know other design disciplines. It's it's very user centric, and you actually have to discover、um, your design solution while doing research. You don't assume anything, which is great.、Um, is there anything that you feel like you wish you had known more? Yes,、uh, I the. You know, after the course, we have a service called the career、uh, coaches and、uh, the outcomes, and、uh, I think they do amazing work because they really prepare you and they really help you and support you mentally, and、uh, you know,、uh, physically with all the grammatical errors and how you structure your CV. But there, there were times that、uh, there, there were like. Specific, as an example, like a specific layout of a CV that they they suggested, or it was suggested to us, and then、um, after I finished this course and I went out and I found mentors that mentored me. They told me that this doesn't work in the real world. Like there were other key elements that you should include or exclude from your CV. So、uh, I think. Maybe having a little bit more of a real life, real、uh, design life on your career, it will be better. As an example, the CV. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, I heard you talked about you know real life experience. That's probably one of the things that a lot of. Bootcamp graduates and also like college students really want because they did a lot of projects 
that are you know really mock projects it's 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 kind of like okay everyone is going to agree on it there's no other you know factors in it and when you start working in the real life you're like wait a minute why why am i making so many revision why why didn't everybody agree with me right and if they didn't agree with me what do i do so um yeah definitely and and actually let's transition next to how actually we got connected is i really really love your article on medium i know you haven't written that many articles yet but the the one that you wrote really caught my eyes because it's a really funny and interesting spin on ux design so you said you use ux design specifically affinity mapping to sort out your love life so that's a really interesting concept so tell us a little <laughs> bit about your uh, article how did you decide to write it and what was uh, what was the inspiration right so one night i was cooking with my flatmate and I was dating a guy and the guy started treating me badly and I saw that in many exes as well and I started complaining to my flatmate and being all drama and he says to me listen I'm going to be very honest with you the only common thing that all your exes have is you so, yes, so, I read that. <laughs> so complaining about all the people that you attract. So sit down and just write all the plus on uh, all the good things that you saw on your exes, all the bad things that you didn't like on your exes, and then sit down and write your bad, your behavior that you think that it was bad uh, against them when you spent time with them but be very honest like be very honest why you you like this person and then try to see similar patterns try to see if anything is connected and I'm like well this is a UX methodology it's called affinity mapping <laughs> right <laughs> exactly right that is so funny yeah it is and he's like perfect do affinity mapping but be honest like don't hide things from yourself because you know when uh, when you really sit in front of the mirror and you speak to yourself it's not easy <laughs> you know exactly so, yeah i discovered all the things that they are mentioned on the on the article as an example i because i raised from in a family with a, uh, my father is like a teacher in a, so he works in education and he he writes about philosophy so i raised with having someone in my head all the time saying uh, how you look, it doesn't matter, it's only what you have inside gives you. So I had this as a, as a title in my head in everything I do, but then I discovered through the article that this is not actually happening. And I, I only attract people that they are attractive. And I, I'm, and then this, um, this yeah, cuts down the chances from other people that I could possibly be happier with because I don't feel that they're so attractive. Is yeah, that that's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I actually read the entire article and then you had some really good, you know, um, basically points after you you went through the discovery process. You uh, actually there are a lot of commonalities that you found from the, the previous partners that you had and also how you know you behave as a person i think it's a really really 
brave thing to do and also not a, a lot of people have the self-awareness to do that because they always think that oh it's 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 them it's not me i have nothing you know there's nothing wrong with me and and the the results that you got from the exercise is actually you know really helpful hopefully for for you and you just saved yourself um you know a, a lot of money from therapy <laughs> actually <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I really love that because uh, honestly, if you think about therapy, of course, they're really, really great people, you know, uh, helping us. But they actually are doing the same thing in their, um, you know, head trying to help us. They're trying to break down the problem for us when we speak to them. So you now possess the ability to be a therapist, you know, so to speak, right? To 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 kind of help yourself. So. I, I know uh, actually, you know, creating content is actually more and more of a trend online and especially for designers who want to build their personal brand. And I think you're starting to do that. It's great. Um, so do you have plans to keep doing more of that? Yeah. So I just want to add something on something you said, because it was really nice. So you said I was being my, the therapist of myself. So one of the most most important things as a UX designer is to have empathy for the user. Yes. And yes. that's how all this started because I had empathy in myself. Mm -hmm. So I do believe that UX designers are therapists for the users and that's how they need to think <laughs> as well. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. UX designers are therapists for users. Exactly. That's right. so true. <laughs> that really is so true. It's a problem solving um profession and also we create things that didn't exist before so it really it's a twofold profession it's 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 yeah it's amazing i how how come i didn't think of that before <laughs> that's, that's awesome yeah so um you know going back to content um what kind of content do you hope to produce more in the future um as in articles yeah yeah so my next article will be about the relationship and the similarities of uh, fitness and design. Oh, very interesting. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I just wanted to, to break down the steps that you take as a UX designer to solve a, pro a problem or to create a product, and then break down the steps that you take as a fitness professional to discover the problem of the person who came to you to train to train him or her and uh, analyze all the similar patterns and steps because basically it's the same thing. So like in UX, for example, we say the double diamond um, process, which is uh, define, define yeah. the problem, discover, do your research, yep. uh, iterate and then deliver. Yep. And basically, it's the same steps that you take when you your client comes and says to you, hi, um, I have a lower back pain, but I want to be six pack until the summer, until June. So first of all, you define the problem. You do a screening assessment and you say, listen, there is a, mi a misalignment on your shoulders or you have scoliosis or your pelvis is misaligned because you have um, uh, your right glutes are stronger than your left. So you do the screening assessment and you see that there are some things going wrong. So you define the problem of what your, yep. uh, your client has. Then you do research on the problem. You're researching their, their body, you're researching their goals, and then you iterate, you create the program specific on their needs, specified on the individual you have in front of you, and then you deliver the program 
And after you test the program, you iterate again. So you see if the program that you have for your client works. If it works, you keep the same. If it doesn't work, you change it. Exactly the same thing that you do as a UX designer. You iterate, you do testing to the users. And then if something doesn't work, you implement the changes and then you keep iterating and keep delivering. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, there are so many fitness-based apps on the market, but I haven't seen a lot of apps that are really tailored to the users like that. A lot of them, they just, you know, um, provide the programs that they think it's going to help um, whoever who, who wants to achieve their fitness goals, but it's not one size fits all, right? And then um, it, it's, it really it frustrates people when they pay for things that are not designed for them completely. And they see amazing results for, uh, for other people, but they didn't see the same thing. And then they'll feel bad about themselves or they get frustrated at the program. So I think that's amazing. And, and also I wanna talk about how you're um, relating your previous uh, profession and also your hobby to design. And I think a lot of designers, they, uh, especially if they transition into UI UX design, they definitely have that background. A lot of them didn't know how to um, even pair the two together or even they should. Uh, what advice do you have for them, for someone who transitioned from another career to design? Uh, first of all, just don't listen to anyone because I had uh, <laughs> So many people telling me, oh, you shouldn't uh, now, you're almost 30, uh, don't transition. Like, imagine how many people are already doing this for so many years. You'll never be like them. Um, this is, I don't, I don't feel that this is a good advice. And I feel that um, having different background actually makes you special. And what I see in companies now is they all use in one team, people from different backgrounds. So I have a friend who is an um, architect. Now he's a very successful UX designer. Mm. Um, I have a friend who was working in marketing and now also is a very good designer. I had a friend who studied psychology and she is a very good designer and very successful in UX. So especially in UX, uh, whatever you did on your past, you, you can find ways to uh, added it on your new career path 100% because yeah. it's so broad exactly yeah I, I also kind of encourage my student to embrace and also be very proud of what they did previously if, even if they don't want to be in that field anymore because if you don't uh, show the world what you did in the past then basically you're erasing your own identity and that's not something that you know makes you special right so, awesome so um, my next question is, what attracted you to UX design initially? Right. Uh, so I wanted... Um, so when the pandemic happened, basically all my jobs uh, stopped. So I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I a lot of people had that problem, <laughs> yes. So instead of just sitting and complaining, oh, I'm not going to perform again. No, I'm not going to train people again as, as I used to, because I, I, I do that online as, as well. Um, I wanted to find a career path that, that I can do uh, from anywhere in the world. Uh, is creative, has a lot of research, and uh, pays well. And yeah. I think the best choice was to do UX design. <laughs> that is true. And then, and then the more the more I do it, the more I like it. Like the more the more I discover things about UX, the more 
interested I am to learn more. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that attracted people to, you know, design in general is it's yeah very much so we can do it from anywhere. We're less affected by you know something like the pandemic um fortunately and also it is very creative but but at the same time it's also business oriented so you you kind of you you don't have to be an artist right because a lot of people when they think of designer they're they're afraid they're like wait a minute i don't draw i don't paint that's not really what design is you know design is art adjacent but not art um, in, in my opinion so um, I'm very glad you found this path so I know you're now early in your career so um, I'm curious what's been going on in your career right now what are some of the challenges you're facing as an early career designer so I'm doing freelance work after finishing um, my immersive or the immersive course I, I did and challenges are that um, you really need to put yourself out there and not wait from big companies to see you because like I have been applying for full-time jobs for so long and in like 700 applications I received two answers but then the reality is that there are so many companies small companies your friends your family that they are out there waiting for you to do UX design for them so just grab the opportunity that is next to you and don't wait until someone replies from you and also another very very good advice that I want to give is find mentors that's the best thing like find mentors try to network because that's how jobs are happening now not through through applications for because for each application a recruiter receives about a thousand applications how can you expect to get the reply out of it so find mentors and start small with the people around you yeah i agree so much i mean it's kind of the same with every industry because if you don't speak to anyone you just you know robotically applied which you still should apply but then you basically are lowering your chances and not improving it, right? And um, how how are you doing networking, by the way, currently? So through LinkedIn, hmm. um, I see, I find UX designers and I check their work, where the companies they work, and I probably message them and I say, I really like the work that you did for this company, or how are you finding your UX career? Or would you like to give me some feedback on my portfolio? And then through writing articles on Medium as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah, exactly. See, I mean, that's how I got connected to you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because it's kind of like whatever you put um, out there, you're going to attract something that's aligned with your value, with your personality back. And and that's what you want, too, because you don't want to attract people who don't um, like your style. Right. So I, I think absolutely that's that's correct. And um, I think it's really brave of you to kind of, you know, put yourself out there and also transition your career, because I know how difficult it is. I actually transitioned my own career um, early well, actually, you know, probably 10 years ago because I didn't like what I did at the time. Um, even then, I was only a few years after school and it felt really, really um, daunting because everyone else, it seems like, oh, they're moving upward and forward and I'm going backwards because I'm going back to school, you know. But after you did that, really, you will feel much more fulfilled because you're choosing a path that you really like that it's fulfilling to you. Um, so um, do, are you working on any side projects by any chance? Yeah, at the moment, I'm, I'm always working inside projects. I think that's what 
you get out the most experience because you usually choose projects that are passionate for us because mm -hmm. you know on your full-time job you might not have the opportunity to work on something that you're passionate but on side projects because you have the opportunity to choose what projects you want to take you actually like them so at the moment i'm working for an app that's called always a dinosaur and um I don't think if I'm allowed to say many things, but I will say to you the content is going to be an app that uh, you're basically going to create a profile and then um, charities from all around the world will be registered there and presented there. So you can uh, decide in what charities you want to donate to. And um, also they're going to be like a different ranking system based on dinosaurs and all the oh. branding will be around dinosaurs. Wow. It's very playful and like has a lot of character and uh, I really like it. Yeah, so, that's yeah. awesome. You know, a, a lot of people, they didn't realize that working on side projects and passion projects, that's another form of uh, improving your portfolio and actually increasing your experience because, you know, you can talk about your process even if it's not for a big company. Um, and I also heard from another, uh, from a recruiter actually, she suggested that we can partner up with software engineers who might be looking to take their vision um, to live, but they're lacking a designer, right? So they have something going on. You want to be working on something. Why don't you guys partner up and then count that as one of your portfolio items and experience? That's absolutely awesome. So it, it, it seems like you are, uh, you know, really making the best use of time to improve yourself and then becoming better designer. And you also are telling stories on Medium. So um, tell us how you learn to tell great stories and how important do you think it is for a designer to know how to tell stories? So I think it's, um, for me, it's the second rule. So the first rule I have is um, have empathy for the users. And the second is be a good storyteller. Um, because you, when, as an example, when um, a user is coming to the app that you design, is going through a user journey, through an experience, and you want this experience to be as a, like a story happening in front of them, like they're watching a movie, for example. Um, storytelling for me started being a, as a dancer because there were many times in my life that I went to castings and auditions and I had to... Uh, put my ego aside and just try to sell to, to tell a story through my body. And this story usually happens through personal experiences. That's how you differ differentiate yourself from other people, your personal experience and what you live up to that moment when you start telling your story. So I think that's how it started. And um, it's very important as well uh in dancing because um every time that someone is going to give you a piece to dance either if it's not like a freestyle it's a choreography you you need to make it yours and yeah. the only way to make it yours is through your stories and the life you you live absolutely i i, I so agree with that and i actually didn't think about dancing in that way until now you you brought it you brought it up because um i i used to play instruments for about 15 years and and really it, it's um you know once you get the techniques right right you can perform a piece but if you perform it mechanically no one wants to really hear that because they could just 
buy a CD or you know download something online? Why would they listen to you? But if you actually tell a story with your music, with your art, with you know everything that you do, and now with design, people relate to you more. And nobody wants to hear a dry corporate presentation. You know, you want to have a hook for them. You want to ask them a question. And now I'm using it to、um, improve my teaching, my public speaking as well. So I think storytelling is. You know, unfortunately, very underrated and、um, not even spoken about too much in in design and creative education. But it's so important. It's what attracts you,、um, what your audience, how they become attracted to your work. So excellent.、Um, and I just want to ask, what's coming up for you? Do you have any、um, new plans or you know hopes in for for the future months? I'm always open for new opportunities and、uh, interesting projects to work in that I'm passionate. Projects that、uh, I want to design and make the user feel like they designed them.、Um, and then keep improving my skills, keep learning, and keep networking. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I lo- I love how you said you want the users to feel like they design it themselves, which is really kind of like the high highest end of user empathy because you want them to use something and feel like, wow, I could really come back to this tomorrow. It doesn't feel like a stranger. I'm already in love. It's 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 really helping my life instead of wait a minute. How do I get to the next step? You know that's not good, right? So awesome. So thank you so much for speaking with us today. This is very interesting. You know, it's very interesting to learn about your life, your background, and、um, especially we want to talk to more people who transition from another career to design and and starting、um, their design journey. From now,、um, not from before, from now. So, thank you so much.、Uh, my name is Stella Guan. I'm the founder and CEO of Path and Bound, and we will see you next time. 